work from home. More big employers are talking about permanent work from home. Is this the new normal? Yep, I've said it. So what is going on and what does it mean for communication? What does it mean for us in our future work from home? Is it a temporary holding pattern for the world of work or is it the new normal? There is an article in CNBC which is leading with the idea that more big employers are talking about permanent work from home. Mondelez CEO said this week the coronavirus crisis has shown that we can work in different ways. As a result, the company does not need all its global offices. These are the what-if questions which I ask in the Human Communication Playbook. If you haven't got the Human Communication Playbook, you can get a free copy of it from me at LinkedIn. You just find me, Graham Brown, and ask me for the book. I'll happily email you a PDF. And the subjects in the book are the subjects we're talking about now. What matters now? Barclays CEO Jess Staley said crowded corporate offices with thousands of employees, quote, may be a thing of the past. So what is the thing of the future? What does that look like? We're all talking about now. We're all talking about the next few months. Few people are talking about what it could be. And this is why I wrote the book. It's that it's not about a holding pattern where we are just trying to kind of work things out and then it will return to normal. It's about, well, that was the past. All we have now is the future. The world after the virus is also the world of the machine era and the world of digital transformation. It's not just one thing. The virus has simply expedited what was happening for many years. These are the exogenous shocks, as The Economist calls them, that force the system to create change in a matter of months where it could have taken a matter of years. And history teaches us that this happens. If you look at the black swan events that have defined history, they have expedited change, which was a pent-up pressure in the pipe of the system. 1865 and the American Civil War saw more men killed in one war than all of the wars America has been engaged in ever since. More men died in the American Civil War than all wars put together. And the net result of the American Civil War obviously was destruction, but also the expedition of the... of events and change that could have taken a century. The American Civil War created and very much was the, the spark event that emancipated black slaves. Lincoln turned the American Civil War from a war between, you know, uh, fighting versions of America to a moral war that even though many of the founding fathers were initially slave owners themselves, what the American Civil War did was give leverage to the North over the South. And that leverage was a moral leverage. 
which was all about the emancipation of American slaves. And my point being is that these exogenous shocks, these black swan events, simply speed things up. You know, we're also thinking about the world of work. And, you know, people were asking about the validity of physical offices, the validity of all the structure that exists around physical offices for many, many years. It's not new. It's just that the virus and increasingly artificial intelligence and digital transformation will expedite those conversations. It isn't just about adapting to work from home, but a paradigm shift in our understanding of work. And those who stick their heads in the sand and expect that we somehow will return to normal be those that will be caught out by change. Think about it. That what used to be coffee meetings now becomes 20-minute Zoom calls. What used to be I'm going to post my home workout on Instagram now becomes are you okay? What becomes now small cross-functional teams was once large functional departments, pools of resources, functional silos. Physical handshakes become emotional handshakes. Water cooler moments become over-communication. Leading by title becomes leading by attention. Quarterly reviews becomes group accountability. Work from office becomes work from anywhere. Communication strategy becomes storytelling. Team lunch becomes that Friday team online huddle. Social distancing, physical distancing. Recruitment interviews, gig economy. Connectivity, real human connection. Internal, quote, off-sites becomes internal podcasts. CEO memos become the small touches. B2B events become B2B conversations. Ecosystems, tribes of purpose. Personal branding, leadership. Teaching, facilitating. White shirts, house pants. Retail banks, neobanks. Nine to five, get the job done. Efficiency, empathy. Strategy, culture. Aptitude, agility. Fake, authentic. Cars, taxis. A crowded bar on Friday night? That I don't have an answer for. But everything else is about change. And to adapt to change, we can't manage our way out of a crisis. Management is about optimizing the model we already have. We can't manage our way to the moon by building more and more bricks. We need an exponentially different approach to the solution, to the problem. In the eyes of the incrementalist, the guy who's going to build bricks upon bricks upon bricks to get to the moon, work from home is like the office, but at home. And psychologists call this, and this is what I talk about in the Human Communication Playbook, functional fixedness. Or, in layman's terms, the tail wags the dog. Think about it. If we work from home, we don't have to drive to work anymore. 
Now, we spend a lot of money and time on cars. And cars spend 95% of their time not moving. And when they do, they have, on average, three empty seats. Now, here in Singapore, a car on lockdown needs a parking lot in a condo, which may cost you $1,000, $2,000 a month. Today, however, you don't need to drive to work, and therefore, you don't need to own a car. If you need a car, you can hire one for just 12 minutes. But most people decide, and some point in our history and in our culture, we decided, or importantly, it was decided for us, that we should work seven months a year to afford to buy a car from our after-tax income. Why? To drive to the office, to earn enough money to drive to the office, to buy a car, to work. The tail wags the dog. We need to have it the other way around, folks. Because we needed cars, we needed a system complicit in training people to think that we needed cars. And that system was advertising, ad agencies. We needed a system to train people to think that it wasn't about getting from A to B, but it was about C, which was somehow this story of who we were that the car you owned told the story of who you were to other people and therefore was a moniker of acceptance by society. That system was created because we needed people to buy cars to drive to work to earn enough money to buy cars. If we had in that process some kind of ability to step out and think long and hard about the sheer absurdity of it all, then the system would have fell up, fallen apart. And the system being not just advertising, but education. You know, when you think about it, we needed exams to have successful careers, to buy cars to impress other people. And yet the people who live for the expectations of others will ultimately die by their re rejection. We also needed a system that convinced people that it was somehow worth it that 1.35 million people die every year and 50 million people get injured. And it wasn't just that. It was a system that made us hungry and thirsty for the oil that we dug out of the ground to fuel cars, to get us to work, to earn enough money to buy cars. And how much suffering has been caused by that system. And yet here we are now. We don't need to drive to the office to earn enough money to buy a car. So does that mean now that I don't need to earn as much money as I do now? Because I'm not spending all that money on a car? And if that's the case, do I now get more choice in the kind of work I want to do? Do I really need to do this high-paying job to impress my neighbours and my aunts and uncles at the next family wedding? Or can I now afford to do something that, you know, I might actually enjoy? The tail wags the dog. So much of business 
is a function of our physical structure. And functional fixedness combined with normalcy bias blinds us to the problem until the system is shocked. The black swan event. We step out of it and think, actually, do we really need it like this? And that's why we need leaders to step up, to ask the what-if questions. Why do we need to hire in our country if we now don't need people to come to the office? What if we built tools that hired... Sorry, what have we built tools that did the job of people? And what have we invested in, let's say, podcasts rather than expensive offline B2B events? And what have we built a team in India? And what I think is that what people are looking at when it comes to work from home, they're looking at it as an operational challenge. When what I'm pitching to you is fundamentally, it's a communication challenge. Because when we work from home, the biggest change isn't how we operate, but how we communicate. The whole supply chain of communications is disrupted. And that is what digital transformation brings. It isn't about changes in technology and operation. Because look at the word transformation. Trans change. Formation shape. Digital transformation is the changing shape of business caused by digital. And the changing shape is how we communicate. From communication pipelines to communication platforms. Core to this is the function that goes into communication, the office. So the office will change and evolve and in some cases disappear. The office may not be a physical place. The office may be an idea. So work from home isn't an interlude to keep the masses slightly more entertained than bored and distracted than restless, nor is it a breather while we figure out our next move. It's the first chapter in the digital transformation of communication. And digital transformation isn't window dressing on what we know already. Digital transformation isn't the industrial era The digital transformation of communication requires a different mindset. It's the changing shape of society caused by digital. And everything that comes out of that will change. Cars being one. Cars existed for a reason. And now we have to ask, why do we need them? And of course, there are reasons we need cars. But the reasons we need cars are transforming and we have to ask the same of everything else careers degrees business cards job titles sick pay paid leave mbas professional qualifications human managers quarterly reviews job interviews departments and ultimately offices so if you think we're in a holding position about 
the world of work. Until the business world clears the runway, you're wrong. We ain't ever going back.